If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Podcast Unlocked, episode 15. I'm Ryan Clements, and I'm joined by Peter Eichmanns. Hello. Hello, Stephanie Lee. Hello. And long-awaited return, Arthur Gies. These people must have lead really boring lives. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, buddy? Number 15. Number 15. It's almost old enough to marry in some states. <laughs> Starting off Too on far, the right man. foot. Too <laughs> How's my, it going, dude? This is my first time on a podcast with Arthur. This is really uh, exciting for me. Oh, cool. It's it's going not great from a game playing perspective lately, but in general, life is better because now you're not on death's door. Right. I don't have uh, the immunological apocalypse happening. Excellent. So that's good. Excellent. And several of our readers have missed you. They miss the uh, <laughs> the realism in the otherwise idealist society that I lead here in this podcast room. <laughs> Too much positivity. <laughs> Like, you can't like, love everything. I like how dismissively specific you were. Several readers, several <laughs> listeners have actually said they missed you. I don't, Everyone else is totally. Hey, honest. I don't remember, bro. That's just how it goes. I can't remember all the emails that we get. We get so much fan mail at unlockedigen.com. So That's you're right. like a UFC personal trainer? <laughs> you can uh, you can email us there. And what about personal trainer? You, he didn't even remember the joke he just made. I know. It's come full circle. I, I missed it. You said you don't have good short-term memory, and then I asked if you were like a USC personal oh, trainer. Yeah, uh, making me explain the joke to everyone. Yeah, well, we can talk about that later because we'll USC personal trainer is going to be a topic of discussion on today's show, as well as Shadows of the Damned. We're going to talk about Transformers Dark of the Moon. Dark of the Moon. You were and about to try the Transformers voice, and you backed off at the last second. Nope. I wanted to do the Bark at the Moon riff, except put Dark of the Moon instead. And also, Stephanie played some Call of Duty yesterday, and I saw her play some of it, and it was great. <laughs> that particular section was awesome, but I don't you have to talk about that. You caught me at my uh, 
least glorious moments, I would say. <laughs> Were you playing against Bobby Amos? No. Oh, my, no, anybody was, that plays against Bobby Amos isn't playing at yeah, all. They're just <laughs> screaming at their TV. I, I would just remember, leave my controller at that point. Yeah, I was capturing at one point. The video team had just set up the monitor like in their own area outside of the capture bays, and I was capturing Call of Duty, and I, apparently Bobby was just sitting down there like shaking his head. So he finally like came up. He's like, can I play a few rounds? I was like, all right. <laughs> go, please, go ahead. That's awesome. I'm just embarrassed. I think, I mean, every time I ever pick up a game from the very beginning, I'm always, I mean, I'm a bit of a slow learner when it comes to i don't know i guess if it was an exceptionally complex game then it usually takes me a little a couple rounds to get into it after that then i'm the best person on the planet playing Absolutely. games it's true That's your stardust true. score is tremendously well, high tremendously high but not in comparison some of our uh, some of the beyond listeners goodness goodness gracious me do they have high scores? I can hear the rage in our audience building that we're talking about Super Stardust and not Geometry Wars. Oh, I, I, this isn't the first time I've brought up Stardust. It's like last two or three weeks, really. <laughs> yeah. um, this, is, so, this is what happens. I leave and we start talking about PSN games. Yeah, well, when there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> podcast um, Unlocked. <laughs> podcast Unlocked is a 360 podcast, though, and luckily most of the stuff we're going to talk about today is on the 360. Did you play, like... Geometry Wars and Geometry Wars Retro Evolved. Yeah, we we discussed the music briefly. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go onto my leaderboards now that we're friends on Xbox Live and see if I'm crushing you. Crushing. <laughs> that was one of the games where I I made it a point to systematically go through and get just destroy every one of my friends' list scores as much as I could. <laughs> just to feel good about Let yourself. Let me add you. Not Sounds to, like a good relationship. Not to feel good about myself so much as to make them feel worse about themselves. <laughs> And Arthur's back, ladies and gentlemen. Arthur's no, single, everyone. In case well, you want to get into a self-destructive relationship. <laughs> he's, like the, he's like the black Sorry. hole that sucks all the rainbows and happiness out of the I room. can't actually confirm or deny that because inevitably whenever I start dating somebody or go on a date with someone and they Google search me, my name comes up in this shit. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it's good like, point. oh, I'll listen to that. And first they're like, man, he's way less cool than he seemed like when we talked before. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I think you're cool. I think so, too. Yeah. I think I think I agree. I think several listeners also <laughs> think that you're cool as well. As, as far as I'm aware, you're not going to take my pants off at some point in the future, so I'm less concerned about that. What? Right now. Uh, okay. Well, you obviously don't know what my plan for the future is. Uh, let us move on True. to what do you want to talk about? For, oh, by the oh shoot, I totally forgot to say this. Oh, it was such a perfect. I'm going to say it right now, Stephanie. I'm about to reintroduce you. Are you ready? <laughs> oh goodness. We're also joined by Stephanie Supersonic Fly Mega Sosomosaurus <laughs> Lee. So, Megasaurus oh. awesome. There it is. Megasaurus this awesome. This is the this Where's is the nickname from? Stephanie requested before we recorded. <laughs> she was like, "Can't you like think of a cool nickname for me? Like Supersonic Fly Megasaurus awesome." So there's that. Now you I think have. Arthur's Arthur is very impressed with it. Uh, it's much easier to remember than Stephanie Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I already forgot what your real name is, basically. <laughs> So, uh, Arthur, what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about Shadows of the Damned or Transformers of well, those two games? This is a do you want the good news first or the bad news first kind of situation. Okay. Oh. What do you guys think? What should we do? Bad news. Bad news first? Pull off the Transformers. Oh, no, I like We're the not good... talking Stealth Force, edi- Force Edition. I like the, the good news with the from... Force. <laughs> We're like... not talking the Stealth Force Edition. The Stealth Force Edition. Which is actually more fun to say than that game is to play. <laughs> And that is Review why I like the bad sentence. news first. Uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon is no Transformers War for Cybertron, sir. Um, it just, it, it's not great. It's it's okay, which is the score I gave it. I gave it an okay out of 10. Did you? I did. Six. It was a 6? Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. I was thinking of Shadows of the Damned. 
The Shadows of the Damned was, was a, a great point five or a good point five. Good point five. Oh, it was a seven point five? Yeah. Oh, whoa! I thought he gave it a seven. No, it's a good point five. Okay, sounds good. So, uh, tell us what the difference is between Transformers, Dark of the Moon, and War for Cybertron. So there are some little changes. Like uh, in the last one, you were you could take way more punishment in your robot form, and basically you just did more damage in robot form, and vehicle form was just to get around. Right. And in this, they've sort of flip that around in vehicle form you can take way more damage and you never run out of ammo or have to reload in vehicle form <laughs> so basically i mean in vehicle form i say with quotation marks because if you basically transform into stealth force mode stealth which force. is the fourth <laughs> with it where um you basically burst apart and guns come out of the cracks in your vehicle surface if you see the transformers movie i'm pretty sure this is in there which is why they had to cram it in right along with all those guns um but once you turn into that, there's not really much point in like having legs anymore because you strafe around like a hovercraft. You're way more maneuverable generally. You have way more offensive options, um, and you take more damage. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. You can't melee. Attack. Are there okay? Are there any situations where you can't actually traverse from one point to another without transforming into robot mode? Like to jump or something like that? No, because you can actually jump in self force mode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, but with this argument, you're pitching the Wii version, where you can't actually turn into a robot. Right, right. So, <laughs> But maybe an idealistic version of so that So they're one. taking it a step further yeah. in the Wii version. You can't turn into a robot. You're just stuck in stealth force and car mode all the time. I have to be really careful when I say stealth force. So I'm going to say stealth force. Easily. <laughs> it's really easy. That, that really confuses. So is there, there's no transform button in the Wii version? Oh, there, there is. is. You go from car to <laughs> car with force? guns poking out of it. Okay, got it. But um, you don't go to robot. No. I don't understand how Transformers can be stealthy. <laughs> I don't understand how a car with a bunch of guns hanging out of it is stealthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, al I also, I'm sure that we'll have people write into unlockedigen.com, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure people will tell me why that when the Decepticons in the second movie could look like humans, why it was necessary to still look like cars. There's only one that could do that, right? Is there only one? I think so. Okay. Yeah, because it was funny because someone on IGN was like commenting like, you know, for the people that don't know the lore behind Transformers, it can be confusing as to why there's this girl walking around that's a fucking robot. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I want to know that too. I'm confused. I think there was a specific Transformer line actually where they looked like humanoids. Okay. Got it. Um, not that that matters, but... Uh, Super hot ones with so scorpion tails. Because that's what was in that movie, I don't right? remember those. Yeah, no, I don't not so much. Uh, so that those those are the like the sort of slight weirdnesses of the game. The I mean, the other part of Dark of the Moon. The thing that makes Dark of the Moon not very good is the level design is really bad. How so? Uh, you'll spend a lot of time doing the same thing over and over again, and not in the standard video game way, but in the you're locked in this area for a long time, and we're just going to send wave of wave of, after wave of enemies after you, which is the sort of is that not how War for Cybertron? I mean, I no, thought that there was a no, lot of you, enclosed spaces. If you play Dark of the Moon and then go back to War for Cybertron, it's night and day how much more you're traversing. Like, the world you actually go across and the levels you go through in War for Cybertron are pretty big. Yeah, they were huge. Um, the levels in Dark of the Moon are pretty small. Okay. Uh, and it just reeks of the kind of situation where they're like, well, we need this them not to go through this tiny level super fast, so let's just keep them here for a while and make them fight things hmm. over and over again. But we can't actually have so many things on screen that they can clear the area and then leave. So they have to clear the area, then clear the area, okay. ad infinitum. And, and so that's even that's made even more painful because the battle, the combat isn't 
particularly rewarding? The combat's or? it's on on easy. It's too easy on normal. It's actually really unforgiving. Oh, okay. Uh, that sounds balanced. The default difficulty <laughs> is easy too, which I guess sort of makes sense because it's a licensed. It's not just a licensed game. It's a movie game, and so that's a different audience than War for Cybertron. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it. The levels are just really boring, um, and all of them boil down to doing like going in the same area over and over again, or backtracking in the same areas over and over again. Got it. Okay, fair so enough. Not very good. So uh, and the performance is awful. Like the frame rate just okay, takes. Okay, I thought we were talking about vocal performances for a second. Uh, it's got Peter Cullen doing Optimus. I don't know what else oh, you want from a Transformers. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what about? Jazz is not in Transformers Circus <laughs> Moon that I'm aware of, but. What about uh, a little bit of Shadows of the Damned? Uh, Suda Fifty One game and Mikami, joining forces, right? No. Sort of. So that's the way this game was sold. That's not really the way this game was made. Okay, let's hear it. Um, Suda and Mikami-san, or Shinji Mikami, whatever you want to say. I always feel weird when I say San. 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 Okay, no problem. But weird. you can say Mikami-san. Yeah. I feel That's just like Mr. Mikami. The, uh, the Japanese honorary because I am a white dude. <laughs> well, it's just like <laughs> I'm possibly someone, the whitest dude. It's like it's like someone in Japan coming over here and calling someone Mr. Geese, you know? Not someone, specifically you, calling you Mr. Geese. <laughs> True. <laughs> just to, like, uh, follow your... So anyway, Shinji Mikami and Suda51 were in advisory roles more than actual production roles. So they were just sort of every now and again signing off or, like, working on the initial concept and throwing it to a bunch of underpaid dudes and saying, all right, we'll make this. And who, uh, So who is the actual director, then? I don't remember his name, but it's, like... So it's not one of them? No, it's not one of them. Okay, interesting. So uh, technically they were completely in an advise... Advisorial, right. advisorial. I mean, which isn't to say adversarial. Adversarial. <laughs> adversarial. They were fighting. That it doesn't bear some resemblance to some Mikami stuff because it definitely, like, the aiming in the shooting feels a lot like Resident Evil 4, and I don't say that in a good way. Okay. Because um, Resident Evil 4 came out six years ago. Move on. Yeah. Seriously, because we've done way better shit with third-person shooters since then. And that's not to say Resident Evil 4 wasn't Like awesome. Vanquish. I didn't like Vanquish. I know. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I just bring another... it up specifically because I know you don't like I, it. And that's <laughs> another one where I feel like the aiming is sluggish. But uh, anyway. Uh, and it's just generally clunky. The animation is weird and the camera is not great. Okay. But you but you still you still said it was good. Yeah. I did. I gave so it this good, doesn't I, sound good, good so five. far. Um, so the thing about that I liked about Shadows of the Damned was the, and this is typical pseudo bullshit, like the aesthetics and what it was doing with its themes and its characters more than actually playing it. Got because it. it's, it very much seems like a love letter to the kind of horror movies and like exploitation films that were popular in the 70s and 80s and like found a new niche on VHS in the late 80s. And that was definitely like my shit back then. Like Got the, it. I think the the line I might have used in the review is that it just reminds me of all the the movies that I would watch that my parents didn't want me to, or the movies I wish I could watch but my parents wouldn't let me. Okay. Like it's that kind of stuff. It's like sharing that moment with Suda. Cool. Like, and talking to him a, a few months ago, like it's I talking to him about movies. It definitely seemed like that was the case. Yeah. So. Because you brought up a specific reference that he was surprised <laughs> you knew, right? Uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man is yeah. the movie I mentioned to him. Uh, if you haven't seen Ted's with the Iron Man and you have a weak stomach, I re recommend you avoid it. Yes, <laughs> I saw. I remember watching a trailer, a clip, and yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty it brutal stuff. Pretty intense. So, uh, so yeah. So I mean, I like that stuff. I playing it was kind of tedious as often as not. And there, are, 
like a couple instant fail sequences that are really annoying and some parts sounds like some, vanquish some really bad checkpointing um some boss battles that take way too long and if you die you have to do the entire thing over again sounds like you just need to get better at games definitely I definitely simple <laughs> solution it's true i'm not good at games um good thing you work here yeah Cool. Well, but with that said, uh, at, at a 7.5, would you say that for someone that could get down with that, with those themes, with those aesthetics, would you recommend maybe a rental or something? I mean, or? I think those are the only people that should look into it. Okay. Those are the people that just follow Suda51, like to, to the grave? at a Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> I just, like, there are people that follow his work almost religiously, and they're going to buy it no matter what. Okay. And the people that are into the horror stuff, then yeah, I think it's worth checking out. I, I just it's not a great shooter by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. Is it a good survival horror? No. No. Is no. it a good um It's not hard, it's pretty easy, actually. Is it a good method in which to facilitate dick jokes? Yeah, it is a nonstop <laughs> dick joke. All right, that's what I've I heard. Just don't Delivery I, don't, method. Yeah. I don't really have many dick jokes left in me after playing and then reviewing that game. <laughs> It was Ryan just dick joke sold. after dick joke after sold. dick joke. <laughs> Let me put down my money on a pre well, No, wait. This came out like two weeks ago. Yeah. Regardless. I, st I would still like to check it out. That's definitely on my um, to-try-out list. As well as I would like to try out Transformers, even though uh, those, don't. those sound like some bad uh, problems. Don't. But it looked so pretty in the trailers. It did, but the frame rate sucks, and the level design is not very good. Does the multiplayer it, is the only the, thing that really redeems it. Does the frame rate suck on like all platforms? Yes, the frame rate okay. sucks. More Ooh, wait. on PS3. <laughs> Forgive me for not asking this before. Why does the multiplayer make it stand out? Why? Uh, the... Just the transformation thing is enough to make the multiplayer stand out. Like no, but I'm, but I'm oh, saying. Oh, I wanted the vehicle. He took the vehicle. Oh wait, I turn into a jet. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> that's awesome. Except if if everybody's just riding around in stealth force mode because it's the best version. Uh, you have to go into robot mode to use your abilities. Oh, okay. So there's that. Okay, um, that makes sense. And whether that's Wait, is that the case in single player also? Yeah, but you pretty much never need to use those abilities. Okay, but you do need to use them in multiplayer? Yeah. Okay, got it. So, and I mean, the, I had some fun moments in multiplayer, like playing as one of the uh, the recon characters, uh, which are like cars. They're smaller than everybody else. They're cars. They're weaker, but they're super fast. So rocketing over like a hill uh, toward someone, like someone who's playing a sound wave who's a bigger character... Uh, turning into a robot, doing like this crazy melee spin thing and changing back into a car and blasting him to hell and then zooming away before Megatron could kill me. Like moments like that make multiplayer awesome. Cool. Or yeah, watching Megatron and, and Optimus like go at it off in the distance while you're chasing Starscream. Like shit like that is what people have always wanted in Transformers. It's just not as good as War for Cybertron. Got it. But there's nobody playing War for Cybertron anymore. Yeah, unfortunately. Cool. Uh, why don't we move on to Miss Stephanie Lee and her blops. evaluation? My blops. The blops. Blue annihilation. So what? What Zombie happened? Monkeys? So yeah, something came out recently. Yeah, yeah. It was a something, a little something called uh, Annihilation by Blops. By Blops. Can you explain <laughs> what Blops is? Uh, Call of Duty, the best-selling game of all time. <laughs> one in eight, or one in eight households own this owns this game. And right. Activision and. Uh, Treyarch are very well aware of this fact, and so they're milking the crap out of it by releasing yet another map pack. There have been a pack. lot of map packs yeah. for Black Ops. Exactly. Yeah, and the last one came out like two months ago, like in May or something I think like it was that. May, yeah. yeah. So like six weeks it felt like. But that was the George Romero one. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, and this one is just the you'll buy it because you want Black Ops. 
Yep, one. Yeah, this More is not, this is not going to convert uh, Call of Duty haters and like make them drop their Nothing money. Nothing is going to co convert Call of Duty haters. <laughs> I like how my uh, my what was it? My impressions piece kind of devolved into like a immediately devolved into a Battlefield 3 versus Call of you Duty. You could send fellatio or Cunnilingus care packages to every hater of, of Call of Duty and it would not change their mind. Yeah. <laughs> but um I mean like if you if you haven't you like been that? playing Call of Duty, care package? that was good. Yeah. Yes, rolls off the tongue. All right, all right. Let's hear what Stephanie has to say. <laughs> yeah, Arthur. We can only say I was waiting. We can only say fellatio <laughs> so much no, on this I, show. <laughs> like the way Cunnilingus care package rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Go ahead, Stephanie. <laughs> Um, but I was saying, if you are not a Call of Duty fan, you will not care about this, most likely. But if you are, I do recommend picking up this map pack, because it's actually far superior to the last one and the previous one. Really? How, like, talk well, about the map thing. Because they're like, going to throw that shit into matchmaking in, like, two weeks. What? Yeah. So... The what? You're gonna have to have You're it gonna to, have to find buy matches. It. Yeah. Gonna but, like, last, last map pack, Zoo was really cool, I thought. Like, the design. I, I didn't play too much of the last okay. one, except for Zombie. The Zombie, okay, yeah, or yeah. the Call of the Dead. Oh, sorry. But, oh. um... So the, the the new maps, there's four new maps, there's and they're very sniper friendly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my actually one of my favorite ones was actually uh, one called Hazard, which is a long golf course, and that middle part, which is a golf course, becomes a no man's land because there's so many there's so many perches that snipers could like camp on and pretty much snipe you if you ever wander into that no man's land. So all the action kind of like gets uh, pushed onto the, the outskirts of that map. Cool. And so there's a lot of crap going on. It's pretty fun. Now, my question, why are they fighting on a golf course? I don't know. Zombies, bro, right? <laughs> Zombies no. aren't actually in that Different map. Different yeah. <laughs> What? The, how much is that? Sorry, I forgot to ask you how much the map pack is. $15. Uh, $15. You're basically paying like $120 for the entire experience. Are there four map packs out now? Total? Or th uh, I think is three, this the fourth right? one? I think three? this is four? the third one. Third? Yeah. Yeah, there was First Strike. So there you go, $45 worth of maps. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how I came up with $120 in. Fuck. It's, yeah. it's close enough. So my math is not that good. That elite bullshit's looking pretty good now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, let's see. What else is there? Oh, and then there's a new zombie map, which is actually pretty cool. It's set in an, like an exotic kind of jungle. And it's, a, it's definitely a refreshing change from like the dark, dreary environments of like a mansion and, you know, a snow-capped... Peak. What kind of crazy world do we live in where a mansion is a dark and dreary environment? It was very dark and dreary. I'm not saying it's not, but it's just like, man, it's full that, of is, zombies that fucking awesome big house is so lame. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, Disneyland did it. What's the mansion. actual objective in the zombie, like, on that map? Are you just defending, You're not like, defending surviving? Anything. You're just surviving. It's surviving with, uh, with other people, right? As long yeah. as possible. And right. the You're strange part was I couldn't find anyone to play with on yesterday online. Aww. Really? And, but I did actually. I'm gonna need you guys, you. guys' help here to reenact the conversation I heard while playing um, on Hazard. We're so ready. So I, okay. I need, I need some machine gun sounds here. <laughs> Boom! Headshot! Biatch! I killed you dead, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Wait, this is how you were talking to no. other people? No, <laughs> this is what I heard. I, I can see you doing this. Okay. Man. But uh, apparently, <laughs> I, like I, was, I was playing with some frat boys uh, on that map in that particular se session, so it was kind of cool. I, I feel like, much to your credit, that was a little unconvincing of an impression of a frat boy. <laughs> yeah. Like, boom. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. Perhaps, I, perhaps you will make a better frat boy. Uh, no, I absolutely <laughs> wouldn't. Um, I am quite the opposite. 
But, but um, would you say that you enjoyed it overall? Good experience? Thumbs up? Yeah. Thumbs to the side? $15 experience? A what? $15 experience? Mm. It's the $15 tax you have to pay to keep playing Black Yeah, if you, you want to keep playing it, you're going to have to pay it eventually. And if, like I said, if you already enjoy Call of Duty, then you probably it's actually pretty it. cool. Can you not even connect and Map. with other people? No, you can, but if pack. you're, but it won't put you into any matches using the DLC that you don't own. So it's yeah. essentially limiting your pool of yes. people yes. you can play with. Okay. That's unfortunate. But, but yeah. that's how it rolls. I love Call of Duty. I talked to them last. I talked to Robert Bowling like last February or something for the first Modern Warfare 2 map pack, uh, and this was before the the Infinity Ward shit went down. But he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna put it out. We're not gonna throw it into the main hopper yet. We're gonna wait a, quite a while until it seems like the audience is really ready for this to be thrown into main matchmaking because we don't want to leave anybody out." And like a week later, it was like in the main matchmaking oh, queue. Left behind. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that really frustrates me when you pay a lot of money for a game and then they're sort of like, okay, now you got to pay this money too if you want to yeah. keep playing your game that you love. But everyone will pay it but because they, they want to keep playing. Because they can get away with it. Yeah. All right. I well, mean, not everybody will keep playing. The player base on that game isn't. It's not like there are 13 million people playing Black Ops right now. No, but the retention's still really high. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I wouldn't say so. But I doubt that one in eight number is going to go up any higher, you know, at this no. point. In yeah, the cycle. probably not. Re have they reached Call of Duty saturation? I think for this cycle. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Well, yeah. but it's consistently in the top, like, five, like, most or top selling games of, yeah. of the I'm, month. I'm sure the new one the will Xbox be too, but I just mean. The 360 version of Black Ops yeah. is regularly in the MPD top 10. Mm -hmm. No. Jeez. Madness. What do you guys think? Do you want to answer some questions? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, see you later, bro. Why don't we do some questions then? You can email us and join the conversation on lockedatign.com. Email us there. Please keep them short. A lot of people what? have asked, "What is a what is a short question?" Oh, it's very simple. If it's a few sentences that I could read within the span of a couple seconds, that's a quick question. Basically, the length of time it just took me to explain it. Basically, now, I, if it were an essay test and your teacher would be disappointed in how short your answer yes. was, it's perfect if, for us. If, <laughs> if you, if it, on an essay test, you wrote the length of your question and she wrote, see me next to it. <laughs> That's what we want. Yes, exactly. Underachieve for us. <laughs> so let's start off with a message from Gary. Gary writes, hello, locksmiths. I recently went out and bought a shatload of MS points. I was wondering what arcade games or DLC should I get? I'm looking at all these games and I am lost. Help me out, please. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. P.S. Banana hammock. That all depends on exactly how much a shatload is. Love it. Banamic. Exactly Banamic. how much is a shatload of MS points. Okay, yeah. And um, B, what games you already have. I, it seems uh, like... Number one recommendation. I'm sorry. I'm interrupt. No, please do. Outland. 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 Number one? Yes, that's my really? number one recommendation. Cool. Outland? Well, no, number that, one? Number okay, one. that I can think of at this moment, Arthur. <laughs> also, I have no Xbox Live games, and give me a recommendation, and Outland is that yeah. recommendation? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, why not, man? Dude, it's Xbox awesome. If it's, a, if it's a good game, it's a good game. It's 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 kind of hard. It's a 2D platformer. Um, some of the best games of this smart. generation have been on the Xbox Live Arcade. That's true. Like what? Like fucking Geometry Wars. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. Go there first. Geometry Wars. <laughs> It's awesome. Get Go play limbo. Stardust. And then come. Uh, limbo's you know, great. And you'll play a real twin stick shooter. Super Meat Boy. If you like Anger, uh, Trials HD. Yeah. Uh, if you like um, Metroid, you can play Shadow Complex. Oh, yeah. yeah, very That's good game. Good. If you like. You can get into Shadow Complex. If you, you like. 
That's okay. It's I actually never, I never played past like an hour of it. It's not for gameplay reasons that I couldn't get into Shadow Complex. I just have serious issues with the Orson Scott card. Is it, be, uh, yes. is it also because Nathan Drake was the main character? No, you know, like if I had to avoid Nathan Drake in every game I played, I would play not a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, I'm trying to think, what about DLC? See, the problem Stacking. is, is that yeah, how am I? Well, oh, no, DLC. Like, actually, this is what a so, this is a weird question because Gary asks what kind of DLC you should buy. I don't know what games you own, bro. Yeah. So uh, buy the buy the DLC of the games that you own. Yeah. Company to Vietnam. Yeah. Is awesome the Red DLC. Dead Undead DLC. Oh yeah, that is really one's good. good. That's really good if you have Red Dead. Yes, yeah. absolutely. The GTA 4 packs are awesome. Bell to Gay Tony. Man, you're just leaving me limp with these. I'm, you're not a fan of any of this? I no, actually, I, I, again, I tried to like Red Dead. Yeah. Like I tr- I spent nine hours trying to like Red Dead. I got to Mexico. That's a fair amount. That's a a good. You definitely get it. I I got to Mexico after like the first mission in Mexico. I was just like, I don't really want to do that. (laughs) I like apathetic Arthur. (laughs) That was a good impression. What were you saying? Because I was. I've been trying to, in all the spare time I don't have, finally get through Bioshock Two. You were saying Minerva's Den. Yeah, there's no reason. Okay, so there's that. Uh, Minerva's Den is the only reason to play Bioshock Two in my opinion. I don't think that the main game is very good. It's very derivative. It doesn't feel like it's treading any any new ground yeah. very well. But Minerva's Den is one of the best experiences I've had with any game in the last two years. Wow, it's saying so. a lot. Very nice. Yeah. And, and I it think has we're... a hell of a punch to the ending. Like just, It's like a punch you in the gut emotional ending. That's so. unusual for DLC in a good yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I would also like to point out, if we didn't already say it, uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Mm-hmm. If you, yep. that's definitely probably worth. So how many points did he get? Try to beat my score. Shatload. A shatload. A shatload. Okay. That's all Gary gave us. You can uh, try to beat my score on the first level of, of the first board of Pac-Man Championship Edition. Which DX. is. One point nine eight something or other million. Is that good? That's <laughs> in the top three hundred, I think. Wow. wow. Okay. Then. For a while, I was ninety-seven, but. Then I had a life and had to stop playing. <laughs> and then, like the the top, there's at least like 40 or 50 scores in the top 100 or the top 200 that are people that just hacked the mess the the leaderboards. Really? Because Namco can't be pissed to fix it. No. Really? Like you click on their replays and it's just like the default like new game sort of demo reel or whatever. That sucks. But it's still an amazing. And game. all the scores are just the exact same for the first 40 or something. No, they're just like completely impossible scores. Oh, okay. Like 52 million. Really? People like would hack the hype. The People hack everything. Every so they leaderboard they can. Yeah, the leaderboard. Yep. yep. That's interesting. If you get speaking of hacks, yeah, go on YouTube and search for The Crying PC Gamer by Freddie W, the Freddie W channel. It's really funny. Uh, what is that's that? That's all I'll say. Like Freddie Freddy W and his crew do this spe- really awesome special effects YouTube videos where they mm-hmm. just like record their own little action scenes, but they're like spe- you know, oh, know 3D wizards. Yeah. So they actually they look like really convincing. And uh, they did a spoof of that old uh, commercial where the Native American is like walking through and the garbage like makes him cry like a uh, single tear. But it's about. You know, like that thing in Wayne's World. It's about PC gaming <laughs> and uh, how everybody hacks and it's like ruining the experience. That's true. It's cool, dude. We'll clean it up. <laughs> so I, feel I so old. Yeah, I don't I don't get that reference. So. I I still go there. Wayne's World, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I want I just want to go into my room and have a bowl of red vines that I can pull red vines down from. <laughs> have that CD player on the dash like right. the have the portable. thing that I pull down and have like the little thing that clips it off. Yep. So I can get as long a red vine as I want. Is that is that in the movie? In Wayne's World oh, in, yeah. in their car after they get their big paycheck. That's like, the first they thing have you buy a, is a red vine or Twizzler dispenser. 
<laughs> That's kind of awesome. Does it ever happen to you guys where you're like watching a movie and then you see someone eat something delicious or just something really like just n- not even delicious looking? Just say like a bowl of Fruit Loops, and then all of a sudden you you crave Fruit Loops and you and you want to go out and get a bowl yep. of Fruit Loops. I think that's. I did that with uh, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> that's the best that, story that. you've ever told. I love it. And little known fact, I did that with How You Met Your Mother. I can't remember the last time I watched a movie where I can think of people seriously eating. Any, any. And I watched two movies yesterday. The mm-hmm. funny thing is yeah. that they're one of my favorite scenes in movies in general of almost any film are diner conversations. Like for some reason, I I love the feeling of like. You're being, you're at a diner, and especially if it's like a really fucking serious conversation, or there's like aliens about to invade, but they're like at a diner anyway. <laughs> diner. Like that's that's my Eat favorite. My also, pancakes. then I just crave diner food. Like every time the lady comes over and she's like, "You guys want some apple pie for dessert?" I'm like, "Fuck yes, I would love some <laughs> apple pie for dessert." So yes, yeah, I'm with you there. There's that. Uh, Timberlake is working for MySpace now. Really? Like, He's determining their creative direction. Are you serious? Did, did a press release serious. just go I'm out or something? Joking, yes. Did they just watch the social network and get really confused? They <laughs> no, saw him every, in it. They're like, we need get, give me that guy. Every article about it, I'm sure, will reference the social network. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's... Well, let's. We have plenty of questions, so let's keep rolling. We'll go to one from William from the UK. Uh, William writes, "Hey guys and gals, with recent release dates for the big games such as Arkham Asylum, uh, oh, I think he means Arkham City." Uh, Battlefield 3, Elder Scrolls, and Modern Warfare 3, all around the pre-holiday season. I just wondered which one you think you'll still be playing after Christmas this year. Sorry, after the holidays this year. Keep up the quality casting with regards, William. What do we think? What's going to be dominating our time post-holidays? FIFA 12. Really? <laughs> is that what I'm you're the only be one in this office that would say um, that? But in honesty, probably Skyrim. Yeah, uh, Skyrim. But you are Skyrim. excited about FIFA 12. Oh, absolutely, it's oh, so good. Nice. Are, are you a fan of the football? I am a fan of the football. Yes, but also specifically of this new one coming out because the new Collision engine is awesome. Oh, I yeah. love how that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm like, oh, cool, so it's things the collide. Which if, determines if how things smash into each other. If two people run into each other, it. Like it and they acts shatter? realistically, basically, yes. like you're gonna break <laughs> legs in this game. Um, it's just shards of player on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just goes by and sweeps it up. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe Gears, although Gears comes out in, in September. September already, so yeah. three months might be enough time to burn me out on Gears. Uh, Saints Row the Third. Oh my God! That'll be fun. It looks so good. After you It'll showed me that fucking trailer, man. What? When does that actually re- uh, launch? November, supposedly. Yay! November's busy. Um, Saints Row the Third. Two actually looks like it might be kind of cool in a lot of time. Star Wars bounty hunting. That's the only thing I got out of that trailer that oh, I watched. Oh man, it's Blade Runner meets Farscape. Cool. That is good. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Because that, that I don't know honestly for some reason the far the whole oh wait Farscape. Sorry, I thought we were talking about Far Cry for a second. Nope. No. Okay, never mind. No, definitely not. Cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, maybe Battlefield. All right, all right. I don't think I'll be playing much Modern Warfare Three online. Superfly, Megasaurus, awesome. Oh man, there's too many How games. Do you I don't remember that. <laughs> I didn't. I, I think it's I actually it Super Sonic <laughs> Fly, Megasaurus. Oh, so the answer is it is that he didn't. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Superfly, Saurus, awesome for short. <laughs> there's too many games. I, I'm most likely gonna just still be chipping away oh, really? at my backlog. So okay. uh, the backlog. Everything never ends. is the answer. Oh, uh, one other thing is that Bun or not Bungie, but three four three are. Uh, putting out an update for Halo Reach 
<gasps> I think this week oh, to lay the groundwork to make some really serious changes to matchmaking and like game types in the fall for the Halo anniversary, anniversary collection. Okay. It sounds like they're trying to set in place to reintroduce Halo 1 rules for Halo multiplayer. Um if you have anniversary, if you buy the maps for okay. anniversary, cool. Can you, since I haven't played Halo One in a billion years, can you remind me what that means? I mean things like not taking fall damage. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, things like the pistol being way overpowered, <laughs> uh, not be, no armor abilities, like no elites. Yeah, stuff okay. like that. That would be cool. It's always good to have classic changes. Vehicles classic modes. like vehicles would probably be indestructible. I'd imagine, like they were in Halo. Yeah, if they were you really know, going totally all unbalanced. Out. <laughs> yeah. But amazing. But still fun. Makes so many God. people happy, though. Sidewinder with tanks. That, that was a lot of fun. Oh, man. That's, <laughs> that's why you hook up, like, four Xboxes together and play, like, 16 yeah. on, was it eight, eight versus eight? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was, like, the max, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then in Halo 2, they're like, now you can all, it can be, like, fucking eight two-man teams <laughs> or four four-man <laughs> teams or three two-man teams and one, wait, that doesn't work. But crazy teams, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that was on the back of the box. Yeah. Crazy <laughs> teams, yo. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I like that you two said it together, by the way. Mm -hmm. You two said it we together. We had a count off. One, so anyway, two, that was leading three. to maybe Halo Anniversary a lot. Yeah. Cool. We have another question from Edgardo, who has written into us Edgardo. before. Edgardo. Edgardo. This is Edgardo, and I had a Not question. Not even Edgardo? <laughs> it says Edgardo, and I'm pretty sure I've made note of his name before, so I'm going to well, go with Edgardo. Uh, when an enthusiastic developer with an abysmal game asks you what you think of their game, what do you usually say? Are you frank or do you lie through your teeth? Has your response changed at all since you first started demoing games? Thank you for your time. This is from Edgardo. What do we think? We'll start with... Well, you're, uh, you're pretty new to, the, to our scene, right? Yeah. So, I mean, well, I meant the IGN scene because you were doing uh, video game writing beforehand. Yeah. But uh, what do you think? I mean, I, I kind of make a point of not like giving a, my view of it directly good or bad okay so it's mo mainly like a huh either way sort of thing so okay. both leave them guessing and so i can kind of chew on it a little more yeah. i don't know i think it's good to never rush to a decision yeah, because exactly. that'll come back and uh, and bite you even though I, I don't know but i i think that i think most of the developers i've worked with in the past have been very much welcomed an honest opinion oh, about absolutely. it and especially if it's phrased you know courteously uh, I usually have had no problem telling someone if I have concerns about something. Yeah. Uh, I also have no problem saying that I really enjoyed the experience too. I mean, that you just you're just telling the truth. If they yeah. ask you a question, and they should expect an honest answer. But what if it was the worst experience? Uh, well, then I would very politely tell them that I think that there are a lot of issues that need to be addressed. He's not joking. It would be very polite. Yes, if it you, would be if, very polite. If that were to happen, I'd, I'd actually yeah. probably just kneel like down and bow my head. Ryan is the nicest man in America. <laughs> That's not true. There's nicer. I don't know out there. There's, there are nicer and the most humble, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I, I'm like I'm pretty sure like I'm you know I'm I'm a the modestest I, man in America. I'd like to consider myself a nice person, but I'm not you know nobody's perfect, and I'm sure there are nicer people out there. I really wish you would have said Pobody's Nerfect. Pobody's <laughs> <laughs> Nerfect. Uh, Stephanie, you haven't really done. Have you done any demos? Uh, your... No. No. Okay. One day that will change. Sadness. And uh, Arthur, do you have a to weigh in on this? Or I mean, I, I try to be honest I'm without being a dick, just like in a review. When you yeah. say something, you try to say it without being a dick. Unless yeah. you're me reviewing Transformers Darker Than Star Wars Edition. <laughs> in which case, Damon edits out the really mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, including the greatest strap line that I've ever come up with. Oh, the, uh... Look, don't, don't say it here. I don't uh, even want to deal not? with that. I, I... There's no profanity in it. 
Yeah, you're right. But okay, I mean, yeah, if you want, this is not, this does not reflect the uh, opinions of podcast on the nicest man alive. It was gonna say abortion meets the eye. Oh, oh man, yeah. it is a it's a, uh, a brutal thing to say. So with developers, uh, I usually I, I try to be honest while being respectful, or at least taking into account that there's still time. Yeah. Usually, unless they're showing it to me like really close, in which case it just depends. You know, like usually I'll just say, "Well, thanks for showing it to me, guys," and I won't tell them what I think. And if it's that close, they won't ask either. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Let's do a question from Maria. Maria writes, uh, hey, guys, love the show. After being a lifelong Sony fangirl, I finally got an Xbox today. I got it, but I have no games to play right now aside from the live exclusives like Limbo and Shadow Complex. That's enough to keep you busy for a while. Exactly. Good games. But I was wondering what are some of the retail Xbox exclusive hidden gems you guys would recommend? Crackdown. Thanks, and keep up the great work. I love Crackdown. Maria also has a very uh, wonderful um, postscript for me, but I'm not going to read it because it's... It's personal. Oh, it's scandalous. Let's just say that. <laughs> Is it really? No, it's not scandalous <laughs> okay. at all. It's, it's, it's written with a, t- with a smiley face. She's just asking uh, to have my children. So... There you go. Smiley face means it's legit. But we <laughs> legally binding. That's <laughs> legally, legally binding. binding. Yeah. How do Ryan Clements reproduce? <laughs> well, we're very a, politely. We're asexual, so very politely. They Lots just, of apologies for the like, awkward moment. Start and... shaking and then splits into two people. <laughs> uh, and now you've had my babies, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Arthur. Uh, well, we did just talk about downloadables uh, a few moments ago, but I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have classified an exclusive as a hidden gem because generally speaking, exclusives are pretty well known. Pretty well. I don't know. I'd say it's stuff like Viva Pinata and Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts are pretty hidden, given how little they sold. Okay. Yeah. Well, in which case, hidden in the bargain bin, and we recommend those. Yeah, I mean, most of those ones that you can get really cheap. Crackdown too. Um, Alan not, Wake was really not. Good. Crackdown also. Crackdown also, yeah, exactly. Not Crackdown Steer 2. Steer clear of Crackdown 2. Um, but yeah, Alan Wake, I'd say, for exclusives. I enjoyed mm. that. Actually, Alan, yeah, Alan Wake is sort of not quite in the mainstream, so I'd say that's a good it's one. A if you, too. If you Alan enjoy Wake the, also has really good DLC. Yeah. yeah. If you enjoy the survival horror, uh, Maria, I would recommend checking out Alan Wake. Uh, if you do buy Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, you should also buy one of the little keypad things, the keyboard things for your controller. Because naming your vehicle blueprints using the Obnoxious. stick yeah. and on-screen keyboard is an exercise. That and entering in code. Hysteria. Yes. I never enter codes really? on Xbox. Yeah, I just go to Xbox.com and copy and paste them. Yeah, the easiest way to oh, do it. Oh wow! Didn't not only that, I it used to be that, that it, it was the standard Microsoft five text fields thing, and like if you were using anything but Internet Explorer, you'd have to individually copy each section. Now it's just like a long bar. Mm-hmm. And it nice. takes dashes or no dashes. It cares not for your dashes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I was going to say, if she gets nuts and bolts, for the love of God, have an HDTV, because otherwise your eyes oh, will right. hate you. There's oh, because of the text? Yeah. Is that the... That, yeah, they never the fixed that, right? They, they said right. they were going to patch it, but they never did. So, you know, if you're living in the 20th century, maybe not the game for you. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for the question, Maria, and thank you for the postscript. It made me smile. Uh, I will move on See, now. You smiled so much you split into two. I split into two. Politely. <laughs> Politely split into two. I love it. I'm so sorry for you guys having to watch that. <laughs> it must have been strange for you. <laughs> um, 
Let's, then they bounce off in <laughs> opposite directions. <laughs> Let's take a little bit break from questions oh. with a quick side note story. from Jason. Uh, where This is not official story time. Oh. By the way, uh, for everyone that wrote in saying that they enjoyed official story time, thank you very much. There will be more story times later, but it'll be a special case. You told me a story and I fall asleep. Would you like to fall asleep and dream of me? <laughs> let's, More so. Let's, I, I wanted this is to, a terrible nightmare. This one, this one caught my eye because it was just, I don't know, I really enjoyed it. This, this message is from Jason. Jason is responding to our gross uh, sandwiches comment I think we made okay. during story time. Jason writes, uh, let's see. When I, what I love to do is, oh, shit, I accidentally cut this question off. But basically, he did the peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich. Oh, I've always oh. hated jelly, but when I was a kid, I guess I just figured peanut butter had to go with something. In college, I would make peanut butter, ham, and cheddar cheese. With salty ham, sweet peanut butter, and savory cheese, it was a wonderful flavor combo. That sounds better than mayo. Yeah. The, the, the best part is at the end here where Jason writes, I recently made one, and my five-year-old tasted it. He claimed to love it and asked me to pack one in his lunch box the next day he sadly told me when he came home that he ate it but didn't actually like it <laughs> I, so thank you Jason. <laughs> i have a sandwich horror story i'm ready for um, it um so you, down the street from the ign office there's this little deli that does sandwiches to order and they have the world's most ridiculous little order forms that are made out. <laughs> oh, yes. Are you talking about Hennessy? Yes. I wasn't going to tell people where we were, but then I, then we I realized that we put our address out there yeah. all the time. So yeah. yes, it's this place Don't. called Hennessy's, yes. which has the best cookies I've ever had, by the way. Ever had? Amazing, yeah. Yes. Ever they're, had? Ever had. They're oh my god! Too. They're really enormous, good. and they're... It's like a stick of butter. Yeah. With, <laughs> with like chocolate chips in it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so Would good. Would you like a cookie? <laughs> it's a little melty. Fucking stick of butter. Yeah. The best, the, I recommend the white chocolate chip macadamia nut cookies. Oh, you're they making are, me hungry again. They are amazing. It was good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they have really, really bad little order slips that are laid out really terribly, and inevitably, one out of every six times you go there, you'll probably accidentally order something you didn't mean to. Uh, so I put in an order slip thinking I was getting uh, a salami and prosciutto and, you know, with, like, the stuff you have on an Italian sandwich, so, like, vinegar and, like, pepperoncinis and whatever. I put it in, and I wait for my sandwich, and I'm it's t- it takes forever for it to be made. I'm like, oh, it's just got meat on it. What the fuck is taking so long? And it finally comes out, and it's really weird, and it's kind of squishy and cold at the bottom. <laughs> and I think, huh. <laughs> yeah, I screw up my sandwich order sometimes, so maybe I should look at this. And then I open it, and it's got like the prosciutto and the salami, and then it's like this massive layer of egg salad. <laughs> what? <laughs> so there was no bread on a baguette. Oh. Oh, geez. That sounds tasty. Yeah. Uh, Odd combo. And that is, I was so sad. I don't think I've ever been so sad opening a sandwich. <laughs> oh no, dude! It's so easy to get sad over food oh. if you like. I I will never forget that this will be the last. This will be mini story time when I'm <laughs> in college and I I thought it was so great of an idea to go buy those old Velveeta like macaroni oh. and cheese. Those are delicious. Ew! I love up. those. You be quiet, you. They're delicious. And with the really thick. Yeah, the thick. Do you cheese. also spray like cheese whiz directly into your mouth? No. <laughs> I'm not an animal. <laughs> But anyway, I was cooking this and went to – it was the only sink that uh, – I was actually – I think I was at the – I was at my girlfriend's dorm, actually. And so 
I went to go strain it, and the only sink they obviously had is the sink in their bathroom. So for some reason, I immediately think, like, that sink is contaminated, so I can't let anything touch it. Because that's the sink in the bathroom, you know? Yeah. Even though people are just, like, brushing their teeth in there or whatever. a princess. I know. So (laughs) I'm straining it, and, like, I slip with the strainer, and all the macaroni just pours into the sink. And I'm just sitting there, like, uh, defeated. You're Completely defeated. Because I'm like, I was so hungry, and there are all these shells. And I think my girlfriend was like, it's fine. You can just. You can still eat those, and I was like, absolutely not. Yeah, that's these, gross. These are going in the trash. I'm in the same boat. I didn't I want any pubes and cheese. <laughs> pubes and cheese. Uh, so that's and that's kind of how I felt looking at this egg salad. What do you do with that thing? I actually walked over to the guy looking like someone had shot my dog. I'm like, I think I messed up my order. Boo boo lip sort of thing. And they uh, they made me another sandwich to their credit because I think that it was the owner. It was the owner that looked at it, and I think the owner probably thought no one would eat this fucking sandwich. How did no one catch this? How did no one catch the egg salad and prosciutto? And salami sandwich order. <laughs> How did no one stop this madness, or at least be sure? Like when you get the nuclear like launch codes, you ask before you launch. Right. Yeah, you gotta or you at least that. have that other guy turn the you key with dump, you. You don't just dump the egg yeah. salad in the launch tube. <laughs> fire. <laughs> oh, now, man. on a note of things that do go well with peanut butter. Yes. Uh, Fluffer nutter. My my mother visited what? this weekend, and we happened to find a a store that sells Dutch things, mm. like all kinds of uh, Indonesian spices, and chocolates, <laughs> and candies. Sorry, I just wanted to be like, and then when you walked in, with it, like, oh, I come in, hello. We found this <laughs> pretty much. We found this store that sells Dutch things, along with all the places we colonized and conquered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's spices and foods too. That's why that I saw your tweet this weekend, like. Indonesian? Your mom doesn't like fucking Indonesian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your last name is Eichmann. Nope. This goes back to imperialism. But uh, anyway, so they have this tradition where... Like Resident Evil 5. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> On uh, sandwiches, they'll put chocolate sprinkles, like especially made for sandwiches. And so you like spread out a nice peanut butter and hit it with chocolate sprinkles, and that's a sandwich. Oh, my God. It's delicious. That's dessert. That is, that is kind of dessert. Like call it what you will. Is it like chocolate I call Nutella? It Man... This is a candy. Candy. sorry. It peanut looks, butter and Nutella. It, no, it, mm, it candy looks like, sandwich. It, exactly, it's very uh, along oh, those lines. Boy. Oh, oh, boy. oh boy, candy sandwich. It's exactly uh, what it is. By the way, Cinnabon, greatest dessert of all time. That's right now that's a sugar and fat bomb. Yeah, well, that's why I, I one time I ate one and almost died. <laughs> uh, Your heart stopped for a few moments. Let's move on to an actual video game discussion again. Uh, Drew wrote in and says, I am so sick of collectibles in game. I have to get as many achievements as I can, and in every game I play, I find that almost... Uh, and in every game I play, I find that in almost every time there's a collect all items uh, achievement. This achievement needs to go. Anyways, my question is, what would be your perfect achievement? It can be for an existing game or a game you make up. Uh, perfect any, achievements. Any game where beating it on the hardest difficulty gives you the achievement for every difficulty below it is a good step, in yes. my opinion. Yeah. That is strongly recommended. Mm-hmm. That seems just natural. But natural. It, it's not. Like So many games miss it. Like One of my favorite... 360 games, which is not to say one of the best 360 games. One of my favorites Personal. is Hitman Blood Money. Yeah. And beating that on one difficulty does not unlock every difficulty. Oh, that's annoying. Thing. And that that's a punch in the balls, because that game is really hard. All right. I don't know, I'm trying to think of like achievements I feel really proud of having gotten. Call of Duty 2 on Veteran. Yeah. Have you, have you played no. Call of Duty 2 on Veteran? No. 
That was before only... it was completely idiotic to play yeah. a Call of Duty game on Veteran. The only one I think I finished on Veteran was Modern War- Warfare, the original. Did which you? wasn't that much. Did you uh, do Mile High Club? Man. Yes. I got a perfect score. Or I have like a thousand of oh a thousand. Oh my god. How do you do that? I like couldn't even beat that game on normal I difficulty. The, I There's that so one annoying. level that's like broken where you're by the Ferris wheel waiting for the helicopter. Yes. You have to get in like there's this one spot where nobody can shoot you. It's like it's, that I remember. I remember that level. I also I remember just dying all the time. I yeah. like memorized the... all those quotes that they show you. <laughs> yeah. Like when it's like oh. you're dead because you're bad at games. Because you hate America. Shakespeare. And you know, like, uh, <laughs> <there's> <laughs> a, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> the the worst level in Modern Warfare on Veteran is definitely the farmhouse, where there are the dudes coming up over the ridge. Yeah. Uh, like, and the thing is, it's. I always seem to find this one spot in a Call of Duty game where it never expects that you're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't actually disable like the spawn closets. So I'm like, oh, man, I finally got up. Son of a bitch, they're still coming. They're coming from more directions now. Oh, oh man. Yeah, all right. So Yeah, that was a whore. Seems like we all want achievements that make sense. Yeah, I mean, I, agree. I mean the collectibles. It is an achievement to find every collectible yeah. in the game. I don't. That sounds more also, like your psychological. Just to issues. let, yeah, just to let you know, Drew, no one is making you get every achievement in every game. That's just true. Obsessive compulsion. I I've done it too. You, yeah. Hidden orbs and crackdown. Yeah. The best, uh, the best achievement I have is the uh, the zero hour achievement. Yeah, for when you actually went to a place. Yeah, for in for, real life. Yeah, for going IRL. To yeah. I have an achievement that not a lot of people have, like <laughs> under five thousand. If that. Let's see. Why don't we now start bouncing around to? I'm gonna send. I'm gonna do these questions and I'll address them to you, fine folk. Oh. Start. Uh, we'll go down the line. Arthur, this question's for you. Then, do you think this is from Ken? Do you think Gearbox will use the Duke Nukem IP to make another Duke Nukem game similar to Duke Nukem Forever? Will they make a parody game out of it? I.e., will we see a Duke Nukem Legacy where Duke is all old and busted and not cool, but comes out of retirement to kill some aliens. I think it'll depend entirely on how many of you idiots buy Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> Arthur does not actually think the listeners are idiots. If you buy Duke Nukem Forever, I have a low opinion of your gaming intelligence. I'm sorry. What if they just aren't aware that the game is bad, though? Maybe they buy it because they recognize the name, they don't realize that they didn't read the IGN review. If how you don't that? express profound regret for buying Duke Nukem Forever, Got it. then I have a low opinion of your gaming okay. intelligence. I'll accept that a little bit better. But they already talked about possibly making a sequel. Yeah, but I mean, it'll depend on the money they make. I mean, I think that announcement said absolutely zero about it necessarily being a game. It was just using the name mm. for other products. Like, it's not like other stuff, like Aliens, that's something that Sega has the rights to. And I mean, like 2K, I don't know if 2K owns the rights to Borderlands, but like they're their publisher. And Ubisoft owns the rights to Brothers in Arms. Like so, those publishers decide if there's another Brothers in Arms game or another Aliens game. Yeah. Whereas Gearbox owns the IP to Duke Nukem Forever, so they need the money to do it, and that dep- and that'll depend on the sales of the game. Yep. Got it. Stephanie, hi. How hi you doing there. over there? Getting sleepy. You're getting sleepy. Yeah. Get the energy level up. Can't Let's go. Come on, UFC. Do some knees. Come oh, on. Do I this. can't, I yeah, can't work out in cold muscles, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> cold muscles. All right. yeah. yeah, so for those of you that don't actually own a Connect, all three of you that listen to the podcast, um, <laughs> I would recommend probably not to get UFC. Wait, because were you saying that a lot of people don't own Connects or a lot of most people, people do? Most people do. Are you saying most people do? Oh, you I was saying most don't. people don't, but oh. I'm, I actually kind of forgot what the statistic oh, no, was. We're not talking about Move. No, we're t- what? Move? Oh. Yeah, I know. PlayStation Move didn't sell as well, right? 
Didn't Connect? Didn't I thought Connect actually did really well. Connect now that I think is about sold it, incredibly it's well. sold very well. Um, no, but, suckers. Anyway, <laughs> um, so if you are a Connect owner, I don't know. I'm not really sold on UFC. Complete disclosure here. This is from me, who has not finished the review process yet. I'm still in the midst of working on this game. So, but all I know is that. As I have said to multiple people in the office, like the all the trainers, they just repeat themselves so many times it becomes infuriating. And you do not want to be infuriating when you are pushing yourself physically, because you that is <laughs> the, that is the point where you are most, I think, prone to agitation when you're dripping sweat and on the ground trying to do an, another push-up, or more motivated to like you, kick the crap out of that game. If you had to give it a score right now, how many Affliction t-shirts out of five would you give it? Um, it would probably be a one to two Affliction t-shirt out of five. Uh, all right. um, I like that scoring system. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Stephanie, um, are there any games you play that you loved but still wanted to spike your controller while playing? This uh, is from Jeremy. Yeah, actually. Uh, this is a really recent game, Outland. Oh, we just talked about it. Yeah, I really okay. enjoy that game. But actually, the, the difficulty, it seems really innocuous at first because it's like, a hey, cool, 2D platformer. How It's uh, a contemporary one, too. And uh, it's actually really freaking hard, especially the fourth was it four, the fourth boss, and there are five bosses. I'm on the fourth one, and I've been stuck on that for like a week now. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. But you still recommend it, though? I still recommend it. Okay. It's just for the hardest of the hardcore. Yeah. Well, no, no. I think anyone can enjoy it, but you just gotta have a certain mindset. You gotta persevere. Do you like pain? Do you? <laughs> you're masochistic. I the same love for this game. Super Meat Boy, which I love. Yeah. Yes. And I that Jeremy brought up actually Call of Duty 2 on Veteran and Super Meat Boy, which are now both just mentioned in the span of five uh, minutes. I think I, I actually have 200 out of 200 on Super Meat Boy, and the level, the warp zone where based on I want to be the guy, like the um, old indie PC game that's just ridiculously, ridiculously difficult beyond things. Those levels were so hard and took me so many tries. I think that was the last thing I basically unlocked in that game. Unlocked. <laughs> exactly. I wanted that's, to throw my controller, but I didn't. Thank you, by the way, because there. so my girlfriend uh, listens to these podcts. and I'm she. Sorry. <laughs> no, she lo- she actually loves them, Arthur, and uh, she um <laughs> she was saying she so she obviously started by listening to Beyond and now she listens to Unlocked and since since we started the show and every time someone incidentally says Unlocked like she says it out loud because she's from like the Beyond school of of thought where you know you say Beyond when someone says it but since we rarely ever say it afterwards except just now she's always disappointed maybe we should say bloop every bloop. time someone says Unlocked bloop. Oh, bloop. Bloop. we could do that that actually might be fun uh, Peter this one's for you oh um, I want some Skyrim love from the Xbox podcast is there any absolutely I think okay. so yeah. like oh. sorry I'm not heard, uh <laughs> Well, from what we saw, Sorry, Peter. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it looks amazing, and I have this idea that I always enjoy games where you end up having like a very personal experience with it. Like you're telling stories about what happened to you when you played it. Like that kind of things happened to me with like the Grand Theft Auto games, Red Dead Redemption, like just random things that aren't a given that happen to you specifically. And with the way Skyrim works, with the dragons with their complete own personalities do what they want whenever they want it's going to lead to so many of those situations where like these dragons are just going to swoop in at any given moment and just totally shake up your gameplay experience and that alone looks fantastic and i know like the demo they showed off was very like uh paced and like 
set to show off that kind of thing. Like, because, you know, you walk out of this one area and there's a giant walking through the plains and there's these mammoths and the giant gets like thrown over a mountain and it's all very like epic to see. But the idea that something like that can happen in any given situation is just insane and I can't wait for that. You fucking nerd. It's true. <laughs> Uh, I was also, also but dragons make style. everything better. <laughs> Arthur, stop hating. What are you, a metal cover? <laughs> <laughs> also, Peter, totally understood the waiting for Guffman yes. reference. Don't let those fools get you down. I know. And love, whoever. Wait, wait. Love another guy named Peter. Ah, even better. Yeah. And whoever uh, tweeted out the YouTube link, fantastic. Yes. Because that was exactly what I'm talking about. Peter, did you write in to unlock the IGN.com? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for giving me another plug. <laughs> uh, let's do a. Um, Oh, yeah, actually, this is a quick-fire question. Here we go, ready? Each person has 30 seconds to answer. That's a long That's a, a lot time. of waiting around. <laughs> That's okay, not fine. quick. That's not quick Every fire. person has 10 seconds to answer. That's faster. My question is, this is from Daniel, is there a recurring game mechanic or game cliche which annoys you? Arthur. Oh, God. Uh, instant death. Stephanie. Is anything? Damn. One, two, three, four. Pass. Pass. Yes, Pass. <laughs> Uh, Peter, one. On rails? Two. On rails. Oh, that was a good one. For oh, me, uh, save points, probably. Even though they remind me of old JRPGs, oh. they're, they're not efficient. I was going to say. Oh, you mean like little save diamonds or whatever? Yes, yeah. little save diamonds. What? I oh, save like, points. I mean, so what's your annoyed point of view? Would you rather have auto saves? Uh, no, I would just rather have the ability to save at any time, oh, okay. and it, suspen it basically suspends that session, and you can just come back to it. Yeah. Now, what would make sense to me, a point in which you can, like in a dungeon where that's the only place you can use a tent or like, you know, heal your party, yeah. that's fine. because that's bullshit. That you can save anywhere in Oblivion. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying like that's it's cool like save any time so you can stop if like oh I don't know you need to actually have a life and walk away from your television but uh, you know I totally understand I, I, I do love like the whole like when you like you're walking along through a dungeon and then you see like a little diamond and you click and you touch it and it's like wee, 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 wee. it's quite a little relief and then, you, and then you click the menu and it says save and you're like oh thank god <laughs> I hope my power doesn't go out <laughs> uh, yeah Stephanie do you uh, have one now no, I was going to say an autosave feature, especially in L.A. Noir, um, where in the next sequence, you're going to have to make a choice where you'll see the consequences like happen immediately, but you can't go back to it because it's already autosaved for you. So I really hate, hated that feature. Okay. See, but but I don't think that's that's kind of what the game's feature. all about, though, isn't it? it like, is. You shouldn't be able to be like, oh, wait, whoops, and go back. Yeah. It's all about like making decisions and that's having true. to live with what you've chosen. But it was frustrating for me when I was writing the guide. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely, because you need to see every outcome. Um, and, oh my goodness, we're already, uh, oh no, I forgot we were, uh, we were y y uh, yammering on at the beginning of the show before we actually started proper <laughs> recording, <laughs> so we're still good. Uh, here's another quick uh, side note for all of you. This is from Kyle. Kyle writes, my mother, who is great and would never, ever encourage such debauched behavior, once accidentally packed my high school lunch with a beer in lieu of a caffeine-free Coke. Nice. In her defense, the cans were similarly colored. Caffeine-free Coke? <laughs> Oh, thank you, Kyle. I love this. That'd be like Coke-free Coke in 1900. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This uh, question is from Jacob. What Should type? Take all the fun out of your life, too. <laughs> <laughs> what type or of what food do you guys eat while you are playing games? I personally eat Tostitos and or goldfish. I don't Arthur. eat. Yeah, I don't eat while I'm playing games. I hate getting um, grease all over my fingers. And totally yeah, that's the worst. Yep. Peter? I have a wicked sweet tooth. 
Um, so I tend to eat gummy candies and the like or drink a lot of coffee. There you go. But that's just any given point. So you could say, what do you usually do when you drive? What do you do when you get up in the morning? What do yeah. you do when you're doing anything? <laughs> what do you do anytime? <laughs> eat gummy candies. <laughs> <laughs> we I, need that review. Any Peter. given Sunday. Uh, <laughs> can't talk. Gummy, gummy candies. <laughs> Yep, that's um, that's how I roll. You like wake up in the middle of the night, like go to go to the bathroom. You have like a small thing of gummy candies <laughs> at the side of your bed. It's crazy. You just have a trough. <laughs> yeah, it's a trough. Uh, I will say that if it's the weekend when I allow myself to drink alcohol, there is absolutely nothing more divine than sitting down on the couch with a cold beer and playing a video game, especially after a long night of shot quest. <laughs> especially after Shot Quest 2011, which, by the way. Still going. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't think you could get them all in one night. How many are there? Uh, well, at this specific bar, I mean, there was there's probably like twenty or thirty types of special specialty shots. Can you that only they do each shot once, or did you double up? Or no, we we you're, we're the the goal of shot. All right, folks, the goal of Shot Quest 2011 is that my friend and I went to this bar in San Francisco, and they had a ridiculous list of specialty shots, including things like sex with an alligator, um, end of the world, like all you know, all these you know crazy things. And uh, so we were just like, that looks amazing. We're going to go down that list and have every shot on that list. We tr- we started Shot Quest. You drink like a college girl. We started. <laughs> yes, <you're> just... <laughs> Hold on, no. That was specific to the Shot Quest 2011. That's not how I usually drink. Usually I roll with Fernet. That's not what a college girl rolls or with. Or a whole lot of Jaeger. Uh, or a whole lot of Jaeger. That's what a college boy rolls with. Um, yeah. I... Jaeger Meister. Um So what I usually... What, what did we do? We we got through probably about six or seven that night. Oh, That's God. not the way it would have been said. What did you do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, and I will... I w- the most exciting part of Shot Quest 2011 night one is that that's the first time I had an on fire shot, which was like right. really was a was a cool experience. You for blew me. it out. We right? we of course blew them out. Okay. Uh, I almost burned the bar down, as I I, I told <laughs> you right. Uh, when I moved the shot closer to myself while it was on fire, some of the like flaming liquor came out of the side of the glass. So it was ju- it just looked like liquid fire was like licking the bar table. <laughs> I and think I that's freaked- actually what was happening. That's what, yeah. okay. So that's it what was like, happening. Yeah, liquid and, fire. Was- <laughs> <laughs> and it happened. was it was very scary. And then my friend made a, a horrified noise, and I quickly blew it out, which by the way sent more liquid fire <laughs> into the air. But all all was well, uh, and it was tasty. So if you're gonna buy Ryan. A shot sometime. Try to let it be not on fire. Right. Let yeah. it be not on fire. Let it just be Fernet. I drink Fernet, and I want to drink more. Is it Fernet? It's not Fernet? It's Fernet. At least in us dumb, how us dumb United States citizens say. It is, I don't know, what's the Italian way you would say F-E-R-N-E-T? Is it Italian? It's a, It's from Italy, yes. From Milan. I don't know. It's a good question. Okay, cool. Well, uh, listeners, if you guys cool drink Fernet uh, or you're proficient in Italian, I know we have a lot of European listeners, and you guys want to write into unlocked at IGN.com, please tell me how to say Fernet properly. I think that's a seventh plug. I know. Or sixth plug. <laughs> Amazing. He's pretty good uh, at working those in, though. Yeah. 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 I like, I and then if anyone ever asks me, like, hey, where do I send the email to, bro? I'm going to dunk his head into a toilet. I don't know. <laughs> Something extreme. According um, to webtender.com, there's no reason to pronounce it as if it were French. So, Fernet sounds right. Mm. Well, what? yeah. Well, I mean, okay. The webtender. Webtender. <laughs> uh, let's do one last question because just speaking of our European listeners, give a little love to Florian, 
who writes from Germany, Frank, Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, Florian writes, I'm listening to your podcast since episode 11, and here's my question. If you heard something about a Crackdown 3 in the making, I'm a huge fan of the first two games and would love to see more of it. How about you? Thank you for answering my question. I haven't heard anything whatsoever, and I don't think Crackdown 2 did very well. Unfortunately. Uh, Florian, I don't think you were... I, I think you might be alone in your love of Crackdown 2 and this little group here. I don't... I just didn't... I thought it was super repetitive. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they... More so than, you, than the last one. Took the same map, basically, added a few more pits and more enemies, and uh, called it a new game. Okay. But maybe Florian shouldn't keep his hopes up for Crackdown 3 for now? I think uh, I think they'll make another Crackdown. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. So it's all... It, their hope can still be kept alive. I'd love to see it. I would. I mean, I think they probably learned a bit of a lesson with 2, uh, knowing that people did really like number 1. And maybe 3 could just be fantastic. Cool. I think that wraps up, uh, yeah. wraps up our questions. Anybody else got anything for today? Otherwise, uh, we're, uh, we're good to go here. Good to roll on, on out. Rolling on literally Dirt 3 DLC, <laughs> which yeah. uh, we all remembered looks very pretty. There's new tracks in Monte Carlo. Um, I'm going to write something about, up about it as soon as we leave this room. Awesome. And Dirt 3, uh, you happen to be a pretty big fan of it. Oh, it's great. Because there's all sorts of cool mini games and shit that you can do that I got me really excited about it. Gorgeous. It, yeah, exactly. It looks really good. Yeah. And the rally stages are so fun. And uh, the new map, a new, there's like eight new tracks, seem, seem quite good thus far. Cool. I've really just gotten back into it. So. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you all for joining me, guys. Uh, and for all you listeners at home or on the move, oh, wait, Stephanie has something. What's up? <laughs> She's raising well, her hand. What's up, buddy? It's not related to Xbox. Oh, no, the no. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What is but it? It was, it's, it was something that bothered me um, for a little bit. All right, I'm ready. Oh. So um, I've had several people like talk to me about like my, my guide stuff, and they're like, oh, yeah, I sympathize. They would say, like, oh, yeah, I sympathize with you. It's definitely a lot of hard work. Hopefully you'll get promoted to being an editor soon. And so, I mean, I, I appreciate the, I don't know, your sympathies, but I, I just... I wanted to clarify. The guides people are not below. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that editors guides people are, are guides editors are not below editors. It's just that we Easy operate editor. we operate completely separately from yeah. the regular editorial pool. But that's not to say that we can't contribute to like reviews here and there, previews and features and whatnot. In fact, I have done a little bit of that myself. Yeah. Stop rolling your eyes at me, Arthur. What are you talking about? But um, <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. Yes. That 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 little that bothered me a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, it's that's almost like talking down on the position, which yeah. people should not. Well, I mean, it's it's definitely underappreciated. It's just like how you know people in engineer. I mean, no one ever thanks people in engineer for how how well the site runs or doesn't run sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I think that should be it. If you want to follow us on the Twitter space, the Twitters, which is pretty much a good place to get uh, all of our lives in a nutshell, you can follow me at. Pwam Cider, P-W-A-M Cider. I also give away a lot of codes on there, so if you guys want free shit, I, I do try and pay back the listeners. It makes me so happy that you haven't changed that yet. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think random dude from Denmark is ever going to get back to me about getting, getting, me getting his Twitter name. It's so bad. Oh, Not comments. Yeah. Or our comments. It's just comments. It's so perfect. I would so want What's that Twitter name. Is R. Clements taken as well? I haven't checked who R. Clements is. Did you do Clements, Clements with a Z? <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Just um, check our Clements. If you want to follow Arthur and all his madness, you can follow him at A E G I E S. You can follow I'm Peter at Pikemans, which is P E Y K E M A N S. Yep. And of course, Stephanie is Super Lee Seven Lee, spelled L E E, not as one of you suggested, L E I J G G H. Yeah. Super lay. Super lay. lay. Super That's lay. A, you have to change your Twitter handle to your new nickname. Yeah. If the characters allow for it. Uh, probably not. Super Sonic Flying Megasaurus Awesome. It's just going to yeah. take up like two lines really of your Twitter feed. Really hard to retweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'd limit your, uh, your you can only, number of characters. Uh, reply to you with yes and no answers. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you can follow IGN at IGN. Now, we introduced a game uh, last week, uh, which is basically, for lack of a better term, a meta achievement where all of you oh, listeners yeah. are oh, more yeah. than how, welcome how to be a... Oh, great, actually. We, got a bunch of, we have a bunch of people that won 50 achievement points. Nice. This is a completely self-governing system. It's just for fun if you want to be a part of the Unlocked family. Uh, we will give you an assignment or something, an achievement, basically, to do. And then if you do it, you get points. You keep track of your own points, but maybe one day when we meet you, you can tell us how many points you have, and I'll give you a hug for it. <laughs> now, uh, a lot. My the first meta achievement was take a picture of yourself with the year 360 and send it in, and you get 50 gamer score points. Must be wearing Which clothes. I thought was absurdly <laughs> yes, high, must considering be wearing this Facebook era where you can just snap a picture on your phone and simply upload it. I, I just, okay. Well, anyway. We're not capped at 1,000 here necessarily, <laughs> you know? So uh, thank you to all the who sent in a picture. If you sent me a picture, you, you have 50 points. You don't, you don't need to, like, wait for a certificate or something. <laughs> just keep track. You now have 50 points. Congrats. Congrats. Uh, don't cheat because Can. cheating will not really help you with anything. No contests Can. will be dependent on the points that you have. Can, Can I have a certificate? Can you, you, <laughs> you can get a pat on the back. That was my shoulder. I can't deeper, <laughs> deeper. Um, but I did promise uh, our own Stephanie Lee that she could be the creator of uh, the next meta achievement oh Cre uh, so creator Stephanie Lee what is the meta achievement for this week okay so I consider myself a quite an advent adventurous foodie and this was inspired by this is why you're fat dot com <laughs> <laughs> oh, so off to a good start <laughs> for this week um do at your own risk, is to eat a Luther burger, which is basically um, a, a, a normal burger, mm -hmm. and, and, it's, and in place of the buns, there are two glazed donuts. Oh my god. Or I've, one cut I've in half. I've heard about this. Yes. yes but. Okay, so it's a burger with a donut for buns. Yes, and they can. Donuts. Does it have to be a specific kind of burger? Can it just be a burger they from can, anywhere? Yeah, they can, they can okay. make it, even make it themselves. And then Excellent. Take a picture Thanks. of it. Take they, uh, do they have the before they have and to, after picture? Okay, before and after of the eating. And you or I would like to say that they can just take a picture of it partially eaten, like with, with okay, hold, yeah. them holding right, it. So sure. we so they don't have to send multiple pictures. Yeah, I would prefer a time lapse series of photos. <laughs> that would Animated. be amazing. Stephanie, yes. how many points will this earn them? This will earn them. I want to. I, I feel uh, like this is a hundred. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say there was 50 a for this. Fifty the must photo. have been so high, and now we're giving away a hundred points. No, I was gonna say fifty for this. This is a lot right. more work. This is definitely yeah, you a lot more. Yeah, you gotta plan, plan ahead. This is definitely a lot more. Well, work. Stephanie, it's up to you. What, 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 yeah. uh, what amount? Fifty. Fifty. Fifty points. Another fifty. Mm -hmm. All right, there you go. You can get another fifty points. You can be up to a hundred if yeah. you eat some bomb ass burger. Yep. I, I hear it's a, good. Okay. Take a picture. Yeah. 
All right, cool, guys. Thank you all very much for joining me, and thank you at home and on the move for listening to Podcast Unlocked. We will be back next week when we will tell you the most efficient way to use a compound bow in extreme environmental conditions. My name is Ryan Clements, and that is all. Bloop, bloop. So is it just him blowing air at you? It's called an air multiplier. Yes, that's what the Dyson fan is. It's an old man named Dyson. <laughs> <laughs> He's like sealed in a that's package. That's why it's so expensive. You have to pay for it by the hour. And you got to clone it's, him. Wait, wait. Oh, he's, he's British. British. He's a James Bond villain. He's not fucking German. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.